everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin, here with Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> and we got an episode today. I'm so pumped. We have a lot to talk about, but I feel like... I, so much. But I also feel like I say that every week. <laughs> we always do have a lot to talk about, but I do feel like we have a lot of show-related things to talk about, but also things that we, like, we haven't talked to each other a lot about. Yes. (laughs) So, like, we did a really good job, like, kind of, like, keeping our opinions to ourselves. Right. Now we can just, like, come together and just, like, let it out. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Okay, so before before we get into it, um, what are we drinking today? We are both drinking the same thing in a while, but we are drinking Swoon, which is a raspberry rosé. It's a canned rosé that is refreshingly fizzy. And at the top of the can, it says, there are few things as alluring as a romantic glance or a casual touch. Go ahead it's okay to swoon and enjoy the moment. So we're going to swoon. We're going to swoon and record. Right. <laughs> and pouring mine into a corksicle with some raspberries. Ooh, see, always making it fancy. I love that. Mine is um, just in a glass. That's okay. Okay, Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's good. Yeah. This is the first. Yeah. I feel um, it's very pink. I guess it is, raspberry rosé. It is very pink. I was kind of oh. worried the raspberry was going to be too strong. We too much flavor to make it like too sweet. But it's not. It's yeah. good. It almost reminds me of a bib. Oh, yes. A bib. Um, okay. So, today's top five. I'm very excited about it. So am I. <laughs> Mainly because we we started being very professional and like planning out our um, episodes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell. Um, and so we were kind. Of, the top five is always so not hard, but like we try not to like do the same ones. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> Stephanie's cat just walked across her <laughs> computer. That was awesome. Hi, Trouble. Um, so we were talking about um, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion's new song, WAP. And we will talk about that in like further on. But so then the com- we had this conversation and then the conversation came up about just like dirty rap songs. And so this week, our top five is your top five favorite dirty rap songs. <laughs> and it, it took me like, oh, Stephanie, I can't hear you. It took me, there you go. I don't know what happened. That's weird. Okay. That's weird. I'm excited is what I said. Yeah. It took me like two seconds to um, make my list. Yeah, I didn't have to Google anything. Um, I did run my list past Mike and ask if it was dirty enough. 
I want to make sure it's dirty enough. And, I, and he said one of them is really not that dirty, but I kept it on because oh. I think it kind of, I mean, it, it's just a classic. So, yeah. okay. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. Okay. Um, so, my first one is What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris. Oh my God, that was my first one too. <laughs> I used to know, like, every word. I think I still do. I, I think I know most of them still. I feel like there might be, like, a couple of, like, stanzas that I can't remember. Because I verses, I know most. But um, so that's one. And then my next one is Slow Motion by Juvenile. Good one. Um, then I have my neck, my back. That's what it's called. I know. <laughs> By Kaya. Is it Kaya? Yeah, Kaya. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. All I know is that even when I just said my neck, my back, in my mind, I'm finishing this. The, finishing yeah. the lyric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there are multiple, like, remakes of it, too, that are not rap versions that are hilarious and great. Are they, like, singing versions? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're, all, they're all great. It's a great song. Um, and then my next one is the Whisper song. Oh my gosh, get out of my brain. (laughs) Yes. And my last one is the one that Mike said is not that dirty, but it's Back That Ass Up by Juvenile and Lil Wayne. Oh, I mean, it's not that dirty, but it's I know, but it just reminds me of freshman year of high school and like... That's a good one. Just the memories. <laughs> and I had an honorable mention of put it in your mouth. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll add that. <laughs> I definitely thought that you were going to put that. That's why I did not put it on my list. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Okay, so I had What's Your Fantasy? I also had Wait the Whisper Song by Ying Yang Twins because so great. Um, I also have um, How Many Licks by Little Kim. Oh featuring Cisco, um, and Play by David Banner. With, oh my God, that's such a good song. Yes, and I feel like the Whisper song and Play came out like very close to around the same time, and I love it. And I feel like Play used to be mine and Mahogany's like favorite song when we would go to the club. Good. So good. <laughs> um, and then my last one is um, Pull Over by Trina. Another good one. Whoop whoop, pull over that ass too fast. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are so many more that there I are. <laughs> um, we didn't name so many. Yeah, there's so many, but um, but yeah, so those are our top five. So I mean, rolling into why we picked it is because if you have if you haven't heard it. Did it come out last week, I think? It came out on Friday, I think. Okay, so last I think, I think new music comes out Friday these days. <laughs> so old, I don't know. <laughs> new music, for, oh yeah, new music Friday, yeah. It yeah, used yeah. to be Tuesdays, but that was back when it was like CD World. And then when it moved into like streaming, I mean, really you could drop whenever, but a lot of new stuff comes out on Fridays. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, Taylor Swift came out on Friday. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
So I lost my train. Oh, Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B um, released a song. Mm-hmm. And it has been... So they released the song. I don't. I, I saw the video after the song was released, so I don't know if the song and the video were released simultaneously. Um, so I like watched the video because everyone was talking about the video, and I feel like so many people—not so many people, but a lot of people—are talking about it in a sense of like, oh, it's so dirty and like so like just like very. Um, negative now there are people who like love it of course um and i've seen just like obviously the internet um you know people on twitter and whatnot talking about it and just there's like two sides fighting right there's like guys who are like up in arms about it and who knows why so stupid and it's a double and so a lot of females are like it's a double standard because all of these guys for years in rap songs are talking about half of the songs that we listed. <laughs> half of the song that, songs that we listed and why we listed a lot of those songs is because for years there have been songs like this. And I think I, I don't remember if it was on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, it might've been Instagram where somebody was commenting about it and like, what are we teaching the kids these days? And like all of these things. And I'm like, teaching the kids these days, some of these songs from way back when were like, not way back when, but like, this is nothing new. No, it's It's nothing new. It's nothing new. I mean, we like, like most of the song, I mean, What's Your Fantasy came out in the 90s, I think. Yeah, it's it's nothing new. It's like, okay, yes, the song is very vulgar and it's very dirty. And and I'm not gonna lie, the the first drop, of WAP. <laughs> I was like, oh, because I was late to the game. I listened to it on Saturday and didn't understand on Friday night when one of our friends referenced WAP. And I was like, what's WAP? What's WAP? What's WAP? And nobody would tell me. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I wrote a couple times where I'm like, oh, it is so dirty. But I listened to it like six more times. And like you said, like guys have released songs way dirtier, just as dirty for years. There's always been, I think there is a level of like accessibility where like, yeah, it's a lot easier probably for kids to listen to songs like that. But you can also control it, their settings, all that kind of stuff. Um, But also those kids are saying dirty ass shit already. So they're not learning it from this song. No. And here's the thing. Like, I just, I think about like me, like I think about growing up and so, um, uh, what's the song by next? Um, too close. Right. So that song came out in, I want to say I was in middle school and like, you're at like these dance parties, you know, and you're singing this song. I think it took me probably until I was in high school, maybe, to know what the song was really about. Because you're seeing these lyrics like, oh, you're dancing real close, stop, like, something's poking, or like, something, Some I forgot, I don't know the actual lyrics. I mean, I would if I was singing it. But like, and it could have been just like me being naive. I also feel like we grew up in a time where like, you could be naive because 
the internet wasn't like as prevalent <laughs> as it is now. Like now you can find any and everything. And like before it was like, you know, dial up and shit. Um, but still, I feel like those songs have always been around. Like I think of like Color Me Bad and like I Want to Sex You Up. Like I was singing it and like didn't really know what that meant. So, and I was singing I'll Make Love To You by Boys to Men when that album came out, walking around my house. <laughs> like what? I did not know what it meant first off. And two, no one stopped me. <laughs> Somebody's like, I'll make love to you. Literally. I, I like didn't even realize what I was saying. I just would walk around the house singing it. I loved that song. I was obsessed with it. I had no idea what it meant. And I think the difference is, is that there are kids, like, there are kids that probably know what a lot of this stuff is, and that's the scary thing in itself. But, like, I don't know. I just, I think that people are just, I don't know, I'm over it. Like, yeah. let these women talk about whatever they want. We said, like, you could, like, nobody was up in arms when the Whisper song came out. No, everyone was like, that's Wait, so see my dick. Right. <laughs> right. And it's not like they complain on the radio. They have to bleep stuff. And you know yeah, what? If you don't like it, don't listen to it. Right. Yeah, exactly. I feel this. Like, also, I don't know if people realize this, but like when a song like this comes out or anything controversial, it gets more advert more play and more free advertising by everyone freaking the fuck out about it yeah because now like, everybody wants to hear it and right. see the video and so like, if you don't like it don't talk about it but by you posting about it and going on and being like a twitter troll or like whatever you're actually giving it more like more um crap i can't think more, of the word but more like people publicity. talking about it more publicity yes yeah. and so it's like ultimately if I were like Cardi B like yes I would always put out dirty songs because it's going to get more play and more conversation and more everything than not yeah a hundred percent we're not talking about anyone else's new songs this week (laughs) right that is the only thing I don't know who I don't know who else released a song nope I have no idea no clue I mean, in most weeks, unless it's something like the Taylor Swift album that came out, most weeks, I don't know what new music came out anymore. Right. Oh, my gosh. Today, um, today, um, I was listening to the Taylor Swift album, and Matt came downstairs, and he was like, oh, it's a Taylor Swift day? <laughs> I was like, I just felt like listening to the album today randomly. I don't know why. Um, I, I sadly still listen to it almost every day. You listen to it every day? Mm-hmm. I have to be in a mood to listen to it because it's a little somber. It is really somber, but I like it when I'm working, like in the morning when I first wake up, like after I go on my walk and I first sit down to like answer emails because it's really quick. It's less than an hour. So I like will have my coffee and put it on and answer emails and then it's like over. (laughs) And then I go to either silence or I put on WAP. Is it like when you're like play? You're like Alexa play. Um, what did you always tell it to play? Uh, Alexa, please play uh, "Savage" featuring Beyonce. 
<laughs> I hope mine starts. Oh no, she's she lit up blue, but she didn't she didn't go. Yeah. We got to the point where I didn't even need to say featuring Beyonce. I could literally just say, Alexa, please play Savage, and that's the one she would play because I always asked for it like every day for I don't know the first eight weeks of quarantine yeah I think I remember that yeah so much so that like every time Mike hears it on the radio still he like voice note records it and sends it to me that's amazing like multiple times a week I get a voice note of of, like 10 seconds of savage on the radio which I find hilarious and I'm also like I could just listen to it um, it's kind of cute though. Cute. Cute. So we're gonna start doing that with Walk. <laughs> Please do. Oh my Last god. Night, I told Alexa, like right before we were going to bed, it was like, I don't know, 10 or something. And asked, like, I'm turning off the TV and our TV is connected to our Alexa. And so I was like, Alexa, please play Walk. And Mike was like, right now. <laughs> Again, because I made him listen to it already. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Anyway, I like that song. It's funny. Um, okay. I have something really quick and funny. Not yeah. funny, but so I've been, um, well, one, I'm like so excited because Netflix this month and in September are releasing like old, um, like black sitcoms. So like mm-hmm. Moesha, I've like, I think last two weeks ago. So I've been watching Moesha and last night there was an episode when her like old childhood friend came to visit and it was Andrew Keegan. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And so I literally like took like I Instagram story, like, does anybody remember him? And I can tell you so many people were in my, not so many, that's aggressive saying so many people were in my DMs, but like, I got at least like five people that were like, oh my gosh, Andrew Keegan, he now is a leader of a cult. (laughs) Yeah. One of my friends was like, yeah, he started a cult in Venice that was like really close to me. And I'm like, what? I don't think I realized this. And so of I course, think we knew this. Maybe we did. We probably talked about it a while ago. And a I while think ago, like episode six. <laughs> episode six. <laughs> I so I think I forgot. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And then I Googled it and I was like, oh man, Andrew Keegan, what happened to you? But oh. he so cute I definitely had I feel like I feel like yes I feel like we talked about like all of these like young not boy bands but like the like, young actors that were on J, J14 or whatever or is it Bop was Bop one Bop no. J14 and then um there was another one yeah. oh my god so great but bit me Oh no. It was a love it was a love tap. A love tap. Yeah. I just wanted to slide that in there because I thought I that was it. really funny. Okay. Um, so we're moving down our line of gossip stories. Yeah. Um, I added this. I don't know if we, we didn't talk about this because this came up um today or yesterday, but you sent me this and you said you weren't sure if it was actually true. But it was the Justin yeah, it's from OK magazine, I think. Yeah, the Justin Timberlake apparently he added a cheating clause in. So it was it in. I guess a cheating clause would be in the prenup. Prenup. Yeah, so it was like um, an addition to the prenup, like amended. That is allegedly a cheating clause that if he cheats again or cheats at all, 
um, that she basically gets everything, including sole custody of the kids and like all of the money, all of the houses, like everything, which is why I just don't think it's true because I think like, that's aggressive. So aggressive. It's like really aggressive. And like, not to say that you aren't going to say like, I'm never going to cheat again, but like that, like there's a lot of rumors about him cheating on a lot of his relationships and multiple times with Jessica Biel. So like, that's just like very, very aggressive. If like you're a cheater to like put that into it. If it's true. So like, if you legit made that clause, right? Like if that's true and you are a cheater, how the hell, like that you're gambling on a, like that's a lot. Like not just all of the money, which like there's, he has a lot of money and a lot of his money. I mean, he's made a lot since they've been together, but a lot of it was from before they were together too. So like, that's a lot. But then on top of that, you're saying your relationship with your kids. Cause like, Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it would be sole custody. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, I mean, who knows? But, like, I wonder within the prenup if it's, like, up until a certain point. Like, because obviously, like, his in-sync money and, like, stuff that he made prior to them getting married, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's protected. And then, like, anything, but be- like, between, no, you think it's, like... So, in California... Once you get to um, a 10 years, it's half. It's 50-50 no matter when the money was earned. Oh. So they're not, at, they're not at 10 years yet, but if, I mean, odds are they'll get there. Um, it's half the money that you've earned, like, of all time, not just, like, half of the money since you've been together. Oh. So that's why a lot of people in California, a lot of celebrity couples get divorced right before 10 years. Right. Because then they at least can kind of argue some stuff and they don't have to give up half. It's like half no matter what. It could be more than half, but it's like at the minimum half. I, so then, well, I'm like, so then what's the point of a prenup? But I guess. Well, because I, this is now saying everything. Well, right, and, right. It, and like if you. And if you cheat. Yeah. And like half, like, you know, if. Yeah, if you cheat or like half is one thing, but like 75% or like whatever, you know. I mean, that's bold. Yeah, it's great. It's it's wild. I mean, it was in OK Magazine and OK is like not OK at like being (laughs) factual, but you just never know. I mean, sometimes, and my other thought was maybe they put it out in the press that they did that, even though they didn't really do that because Uh then maybe... I don't know. They thought it might like stop any like further cheating rumors if there are any, but like, I don't suddenly think he's a changed man. No, nobody changes. Sorry. No. Eek. But anyway, yeah. Um, and then what else did I have? Um, oh, two things about like reboots. Well, kind of. Um, three men and a baby, which I loved. First of all, I loved three men and a baby. Yeah, I loved three men and a was little it lady. little lady, uh-huh. like <gasps> the cutest. Um, so they just announced that I think is Disney Plus. Disney yeah, Plus? yeah, Disney Plus. They want to like re. I guess it's not reboot. Like, is it remake? Re- 
Remake it. There we go. Yeah. Remake it with Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. I don't think they said like who he would play. Um, yeah, I don't think they did. I saw him playing the Ted Danson character because wasn't he the actor? Oh, that's right. He was the was he the actor? Or was he? Hold I on. don't remember. But I Gutenberg was the artist. Oh, that's right. But also it's on Disney Plus. Like the Yes. Yes, the original is on Disney Plus. So that's probably why they're like, oh, we should we should reboot it or remake it. Dang it. I don't know why I keep saying reboot. Um yeah, I saw it on Disney Plus and I was like, oh my gosh, I wanna watch it. Who? Leonard Nimoy, which is who played Spock in um, Star Trek, like the OG one. Really? Yeah, that's, sorry, that's rando. Very random. Um, I was just trying to pull it up to see who. That movie made $240 million. Holy shit. That's a lot for back in the day. Yeah, Ted Danson was the actor. So okay. Tom Selleck was the architect um michael or sorry steve gutenberg was a satirist so he did the comics yeah he also like painted and then ted danson was the actor so i could see i could see. i feel like he would play the actor but maybe yeah. not yeah but he was like the good looking one even though i i mean ted danson was i think because he was the actor i'm guessing oh, that's true and he was like the one that always had tons of different girls. <laughs> yes. Because the basis was what, how was the little girl? They were roommates. And um, they were roommates. And the little. And they all were unmarried. And then a woman left a baby in front of their loft. That's and then they got a letter saying that the baby belonged to Jack. Yes. That's and right. And so then they took care of the baby. Which is, like, so sweet. <laughs> it is. But I think it turned out to actually belong to one of the other ones. Really? I can't remember. I got to rewatch. You got to rewatch. Um, it's on Disney Plus. I'm going to rewatch it, too. It's so funny, actually, though, because Mike and I have been re- – we've been watching New Girl because Mike never watched it, and we're in the final season. And in the final season is when Cece and Schmidt have their daughter, and yeah. they flash forward, and she's, like, three. And – um they keep referencing three men and a baby and um Winston keeps being like let's do three men and a baby and they're like you can't do a movie and he's like no let's do it and then finally they sing it's so cute anyway so literally we watched that episode like I think Sunday and then it came out that they were doing a remake I've gone through it fast yeah we didn't yeah yeah really fast yeah, I'm like you are are already at the like like yeah. we have like two episodes left, but we watched it a lot. Like when we should have been watching other stuff, like new <laughs> things that were on our list to watch. Yeah, we that. that happens to us all the time. But it's kind of fun because it's like he's never seen it, and then you get like back into it, and you forget how good it is. And then since you can just keep watching it, it's like you might as well just binge it. Yeah. So next thing you know, you've watched six episodes because they're 20 minutes. I know that uh, those shows are so fast because they're only 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so that's two hours and we watch six episodes, which is like a fourth, a quarter of a season. Yeah. So. Um, 
Do you have any more stories or should we go? Well, we have another remake that's coming. Oh, shoot. That's right. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Bel Air. Yes. And so I feel like you already knew about this and I don't know how I missed it because. Oh, no. I didn't know about the show. Oh, okay. I, I watched the trailer when, so a, a super fan got to, got a movie script that he wrote. He wrote the script. He took the story of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he turned it into a movie, but a drama. And he made a trailer for the movie. The movie hadn't been made yet, but he went ahead and produced the trailer. Mm. And so the trailer came out last year and I watched it. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, this looks so good. And I just assumed it was already made. And then today you sent the link of the trailer and the article. And so basically Will Smith saw that same trailer and he signed on. And so now they're shopping it and trying to sell it as a TV show it looks instead good. of a movie. And it looks so good. good. It looks so good. And it's crazy how t- taking, taking the same premise of a story and some key scenes that like were in the show and having it be like dramatic with dramatic music and like dramatic like uh, lines versus like a comedic thing. Yeah. It's crazy how different it seems, but also so like, like comforting because you already like kind of know the story, but also it just like, it looks so good. And I really hope they turn it into a show I and I hope it's on a streaming service I already have. Yeah. I feel like, well, but. in the article it said Netflix. I feel like it's a Netflix, Hulu and HBO Max. Yeah. So hopefully. I have all of those now. So. Yeah, same. So I just, it. I mean, I also, I think just, like, how it was shot, too, just, like, looks so different. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it was probably shot in the past, like, two years. Yeah. So, like, 2019, 2018 compared to, like, oh, 1995 <laughs> or whenever her came out is going to be so drastic. But I know I'm, like, I'm on board. Fresh yeah. Product my jam so I'm it like, looks so good I really hope it like happens and I hope it happens quick like I hope they've secretly already shot it all oh, oh my I don't God. think they have but I know I don't think it so. just looks good it looks so good so um. and I think it's cool that Will Smith saw it and like and was like yeah, and, like reached out and then not only did he do not only did he like reach out and like make this happen but he re- the guy is staying on as the writer as like the director so the same person that created it so it's not like they just like bought it from him and they like pushed him aside like they were like you know giving him this opportunity to like have this show and there's like major people besides Will Smith attached to it as well I think Quincy Jones is set to produce I need to watch the documentary because I feel like it's probably going to be so great oh and sure and speaking of music documentaries yes oh my gosh we have to we both have watched one recently yes about David Foster aka the former husband of Yolanda Hadid a former housewife and he was also the former husband of Brody Jenner and his brother Brandon (laughs) Brandon Jenner I couldn't think of his name for a second their wife, Linda Thompson. Was, um, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I didn't know if I would like it mainly because 
I didn't, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think I knew much about him, but just like seeing him on, I mean, he wasn't on Housewives that much, No. but I just was intrigued. Like, I, I think I knew like the scope of the fact that he has done a lot in the music industry, but I think it was like really eye opening of like how much he's actually really done in the music industry and just like getting his whole story. And I think it was done really well in the sense that like, he was very open. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was so good at first. Like I didn't know fully what I was getting myself into. And like my, like my perception of him was he was kind of like a dick and an asshole. And I still kind of feel that way. But on top of that, it's more like he's so talented and all the people he worked with and the people whose careers he like defined. Yeah. Amazing. And like you said, like he was super honest like he admitted that he is a runner and like he leaves when things get hard and like it felt like very honest and truthful he had been married five times right yeah and he has a he has a bunch of kids and I'm so happy they included that crazy chart that shows all of his kids plus all of his stepkids you yeah. can google it it's very easy to find I might post it when we post this episode I think you should um, but it was just so interesting, but also even like the start, like his early life and like, that was all fascinating. Like his story growing up and his relationship with his dad and like how they knew from a very young age, he was so talented and like so much of what they did went like to like fostering his talent. Yeah. It was just very interesting. And then all the stuff with Catherine McPhee, I mean, that, has been weird to me, but now it doesn't seem that weird anymore. I know. Well, and because like, which one of the daughters, I also get the two. I don't know which is which. Right. Aaron and. I have no idea. Right. And I don't know who's older because if you told me they were twins, I'd be like a hundred percent they're twins. Yeah. I don't know which one's older either. Right. Um, But I, I like that. I do like that they interviewed all like his children and they, interview like they talked about they talked to them and also about Catherine because like they're very close in age which is probably so weird to them but like you could also like you could also tell that like Catherine seemed like she was very like an old soul but she also you could tell that like she really loved him in the sense she's like no, we're going to like, we're going to work. We're going to work on this. We're going to talk about this. Like you can't shut your kids out. Like you're not going to run. Like basically it's like, we're in it. I mean, and, and I hope yeah. that like it's legit and like, yeah, she, yeah. you know, but um, there are a lot of interesting, there are a lot of interesting things as I was watching. I think the, you know, the Celine Dion piece was, great because you're just like holy shit like I mean and I like am a I'm a Celine fan same and so that was so interesting and like his role that he played in her career was insane (laughs) his role in Josh Groban's career and Michael Buble's careers like yeah I don't love either of their style of music but I respect that they do a lot and like Josh Groban is so talented and the way they found him, that whole story that was, was like that's so crazy. It was so crazy. The fact that like they were supposed which I love that song, The Prayer, right? The oh, 
just got cool. Yeah. I love that song. The fact that they were, was it the Grammys? Uh, yeah, it was, I believe, yeah. the Grammys. Yeah, they were supposed to do the Grammys. Celine and... on, on Pavarotti. Uh, oh, what? Who? Pavarotti. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to do no, it. What, no, uh, the other one, yeah. But, Chili. Yeah, sorry. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, um, sorry. And for whatever I'm reason... Italian opera music confused. <laughs> Whatever for whatever reason he could they couldn't make it or he couldn't make it. So then David Foster's like, oh shit, I need to find somebody. And there was like a vocal coach that he was like, hey, do you have somebody that can sing like basically like him? And he said he said he got a, a bunch of like tapes or I don't know CDs or whatever. And he was like, no, this person's terrible. Send me this kid. And the fact he called him like. And was like, hey, I need you to be here at this time. You're going to sing at the Grammys. And he was like, oh, no, sorry. And then after, like, convinced him to come. And, like, this kid was just, like, a random high, it was high school, right? Like, a random high school kid who, like, just, you know, was taking vocal lessons. And then he made him a star, which is crazy. Now, granted, I haven't heard from him in a while, but maybe because I don't listen to him. <laughs> I don't listen to that type of music. So he could still be like out here killing it. And I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he does like a lot of like judging and like stuff like that. And I don't know if he does a lot of new music, but he still had has a career from it. And still such like a cool yeah. story. And like, yeah, I mean, it was so good. And I made Mike watch it too. And like, he was like he loves music documentaries especially when they're about people like that yeah. like you don't necessarily know all the hits they were involved in and then when you see all of it it's like you realize that like they didn't just get lucky or like they found like one star and like you know attached themselves to it like they really are like very talented yeah so, so and it's interesting too because now he's trying to do Broadway. So that's he's like um, trying. He's like working on three separate Broadway plays because he wants. To be I mean, it, it's gonna happen. Like when you're talented like that, like that's just you know. And Kristen Chenoweth was like all into it. Right. So, yeah. Like, I mean, get I her on board and your place. Right. Yeah. She's insane. And Catherine McPhee's been doing Broadway. Not that she'd necessarily be in it, but like they're already connected to the world. And like he's like the, one of the best music producers. Yeah. Probably, like top three of all time. 100%. And her voice, I always, so I, I watched Idol when she was on Idol and her voice, yeah. was, her voice was amazing. So like. I think she's really good. I just didn't realize, I just, I didn't know that she had really been doing a lot of Broadway and so, like, after Idol and, and all those competition shows, like, yeah. you just don't hear their names a lot. And so, like, I didn't realize, like, you just assume that they all want to be pop stars. Yeah. Well, and she so if they aren't pop stars, they aren't successful. Right. Well, yeah. Kind of, you know? But she did have that show, didn't she? Smash. Yeah. yeah. Smash. And she's been doing Broadway. So, I mean, she's doing fine. She just didn't go the route of being a pop star which right. I mean she obviously probably could now if she wanted to I mean she's with him he could easily produce yeah. pop for her right which I'm sure I mean unless she just doesn't want that you know right but um but yeah so that was great um okay so 
we have, it's up to you where you want to go next. <laughs> How fired up do you want to be? <laughs> I just need to rip off this Band-Aid because I watched it probably most recent of all things. Okay, so let's go. So I'd like to talk about Below Deck Mediterranean. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really have strong feelings for or against Malia going into this episode. I thought she was great at her job. Mm -hmm. I thought that maybe she went to Captain Sandy a lot, but I also at the same time was like, she's in a really like, I don't envy her to like be the boss of like four, three, three douchebag guys. Right. So like I, you know. Yeah. After this most recent episode of Below Deck Med, I really do not like her. I think what she did is fucked up. Yep. I think that her, so basically what happened, they lost, their chef got fired. They just so happens after the same charter where the chef got fired, her boyfriend's coming to visit. The timing of that cannot be like, an accident. I'm sorry. Like, that's just so crazy. And then he becomes the chef, which, okay, I'm fine with that. Like, they need a chef, whatever. That's going to add more drama for the show, whatever. So then they're like, let's switch rooms and mix all the rooms up. And then Hannah's like, no, I don't want to live with Bugsy. I don't want, we don't get along. Well, we get along, but we didn't used to. So like, let's not mess it up, which like, I get it. You want to room with your boyfriend. I would want to room with my boyfriend too. But at the same time, I would also recognize that these two have a history of not liking each other. It's probably better for us if they like each other. But, not, but not only did Hannah, Bugsy, Bugsy didn't want Bugsy, to either. Bugsy said it first. Correct. Bugsy she said, it, said first. it first. And then Malia just like ignored that. And it became Hannah being the one objecting. And so then Malia went to Captain Sandy and Captain Sandy was like, no, this is happening. And it's like, well, first off, you didn't say anything about Bugsy having an issue. You only mentioned that Hannah had an issue. And right. then she went and clearly went through her stuff, found her prescription pills, which are you're not supposed to have drugs on the boat unless you've told them to like the doctor or on the board or whatever. There's like a person who oversees medical. You're so, and then they're supposed to give them out to you when you need them. That's okay. what other people have been saying. That's what Captain Lee said. And that's what Sandy said in the podcast, I believe. So she had a prescription for the, the drugs. They were completely legal. But Malia went, took a photo of it, sent it to Captain Sandy, and clearly Hannah's going to get fired or she's going to be pissed about it and leave. Right. But here's my thing. Malia already knew about the drugs. Yeah. Because in the previous episode, Hannah said, I need to take a Valium. Oh, so you didn't so watch you didn't I watched watch, watch What Happens Live. Oh, did? Okay, you she's did. She's a fucking liar. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting heated. She's no, lying. She was like, yeah, but it was my, like, um, what did she say? She was like, I should have known that that was wrong. And it's my duty. It's my, um, not, um. about losing her license. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Here's the thing. No. Because if you, if, if you are like that, you would have said from the second that you heard about that Valium, you would have gone to the captain or you would have asked Hannah about it. You wouldn't do what you, she did. And right. now Hannah says, and I obviously this is Hannah, she's trying to defend herself. So she could be, this may not be right or whatever. 
Hannah said that she clearly went through her bag to find it because she never left it out. She pulled all that stuff out. She arranged it, took a photo of it, and then put it back in her bag. So she was doing it to be vindictive. It's not like Hannah left it out. She said she never left it out. Right. Because my thing is, is even if, so let's say that you heard her say, oh, I need a Valium, right? Or whatever she said. As like, yes, you and Hannah might've had issues, but like they were good, like this charter. So why not as a friend and as a like coworker be like, Hey, do they so-and-so know that you have this on board? Like, I just feel weird. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I just that's feel like. That's why I'm saying, like, she clearly was doing it to be vindictive and to be a bitch. Yeah. And also, in all out of the interviews, like, everyone was making fun of Hannah for being sick and, like, faking being sick. But also, Malia in some of her interviews talked shit about her, like, panic attack. Yes. And it's like, we need to get to a place where, like, people stop making fun of, like, mental health issues. And, like, you can be this, like, woke woman who's, like, a captain, which is, like, very rare and, like, managing these men. But if you can't treat your other, like, female co-workers with, like, respect and, like, not talking shit about their mental stuff, then I don't, like, you're not any better than anybody else just because you're, like, trying to be a captain. Yeah. Like I, it, it was infuriating, and then it ended on to be continued, and then I was like, I don't even want to watch because I know it's going to happen. Yeah, and it's just like I don't. It's know. not even like I've been liking Hannah this season. Sorry, I'm so heated about this. Well, right, I know, and Hannah. I mean, I definitely think that Hannah does not want to be there. She doesn't want to be there, but I don't think that she deserves. Like, I don't think she deserves like yeah. like how it's going you know what I mean like I just I think that was it was a setup and I also like even so you watch the watch what happened live and I like how they were like oh it seems like you know you guys kind of got rid of people so that all of your friends could be on board and it's kind of like yes I get that like they so she was like oh we don't really have control over who gets hired but I don't necessarily know if I believe that. You may not have control over who gets hired, but like if the chef happens to leave at the exact same time that your boyfriend who's a chef is coming to visit, like, I'm sorry, but as soon as Malia said her boyfriend was coming to visit, and he's that a was chef. when we knew, we, before we knew Kiko was going to be fired, and I was like, I bet he becomes a chef. We yep. didn't even know Kiko was going to be fired yet. Yeah. It was just, and, you know, so, like, I don't, I don't believe that. Like, yeah, I think Bravo casts the cast, and it is what it is. And they line up probably extra people. Yeah. When people get fired, because they always do. But also because of that, I think they had to already have had him lined up as a backup. Yeah. And I think it they, would be a good storyline. And I think that they knew... Also, I think they knew, like, if somebody drops out, Bugsy is the person we're going to bring back because Hannah hates Bugsy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all planned. Like, when for when on the show has somebody been fired or left or whatever and then not had a replacement within a day or two? Right. And they were, and, and Sandy was like, oh, you know, I can't have, there's nobody, like, we need somebody. We're so desperate. Like, and she kept calling that person Ramona or whoever was in charge of filling the vacancies. Yeah. 
No, shit. You're not. He had already been approved to be a cast member. I'm sorry. Like, right. That's bullshit. Like, we're smarter than that as viewers. Right. And I I would actually respect Malia more if she was like, you know what? Yeah, I was pissed. Yes. Like, I was mad. I was mad. And in the moment of weakness and madness, I did this. And like, I regret it. And I'm sorry. But instead, she's like, she'll never do that. Trying to lie. She'll never do that. So I posted on her Instagram, you're a fucking liar, Malia, with the Kyle Richards. I mean, she is a liar and I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm also over. I feel like, I feel like this season is just like womp womp. I mean, it's, it needed this drama because it's been super boring. But at the same time, like I'm, this drama made me angry. Yeah. So angry because it's just over Captain Sandy. Yeah, and I don't want to be because, like... I know. I I don't know. I feel... I don't want to be over Captain Sandy because I feel like she's a female and, like... But I also feel like she doesn't... She hasn't been handling things. She's... I think she micromanaged a lot. Yep. Um, I think that even the thing with Malia and just, like, getting involved in the rooming stuff, like... She should have either been involved from the very beginning and said maybe to the chef when they hired him, like, who do you want to live with? And him said, okay, well, I'll, I'll join the boat if Millie and I can room together. Okay, then you can go to the cast right away and be like, look, this is one of his conditions. We need a chef. Like, let's do it. This is going to happen. But instead of not and not saying a word and then the cast deciding to do it on their own or the okay. crew, like, that she should have been involved from the beginning or not at all. Just let them figure out. And then the way she did that, the way she went on the radio after Malia went running to her and just like made that announcement was so was petty. petty and like not the way to and do not, it. And not professional. No, it wasn't professional. Also, Captain Lee tweeted that actually the chef is not higher than the chief stew. Yes. So... To say that the chef is the highest ranking on the boat under the captain is a lie. And I saw, I also saw that Hannah was like, you put me in charge of rooming, but then you override me in like the rooming situation. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I also think that like, I understand if you come on the boat as a couple, then you want to be in the same cabin. I totally get that. But I also feel like there should be some professionalism in yeah. it. And like, maybe you shouldn't room together. You know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't Live together, work together and be in a relationship together. Right. Like it doesn't. Well, that's what you and your husband Less do. of a couple. If you <laughs> got me, what'd you say? <laughs> that's what you and your husband do. I know. That is us. <laughs> but you guys have boundaries and it's not like a. It's not like an eight foot by eight foot cell. Yeah, we're on a boat. <laughs> yes, we're not in a bunk. You guys like don't see each other all day. But um, although yeah, but yeah, I agree with you. Like, I feel like you should have like some distance and like yeah, you know, it is what it is. But I got really heated, and I'm not apologizing. I was for like, it. I hate her. 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 I was so angry. I was like. I was literally screaming at my TV. Sometimes I talk to my animals during shows and they're like sleeping and I talk to them like they're like watching it with me. It's really kind of sad, but I was like, 
Floyd, can you fucking believe this? Oh my god, I need people. I need any people to yell at like that too. I was like, oh, I hate them. Um, okay, so do we want <laughs> to? We want to get into the next thing I have is selling sunset. Yes, because we both have finished this and like. Yeah. Oh my god! Season three of Selling Sunset dropped on Friday. Yeah, Friday, and we both watched it Mm -hmm. over the weekend. Yes. Um, first first thoughts. Uh, it's too short of a season. Oh, to be longer than eight thirty minute episodes. It's way too short. I need more. Yeah. Um, I love that show. I know. I um, actually, while we were recording, it's so funny. Ashley was like, I want to be on the podcast so we can talk about Selling Sunset. I would yeah. love to hear her, what she thinks too. I know, um, seriously. But I, so like, I think it's, the thing is, is that it's good that they're short in a sense that like, if you need, like I needed, I needed to like catch up, right? So like yeah. I was able to like binge it so fast because There's only eight episodes and it's only like 30 minutes, if that. So in that sense, it's like easy because you're like, boom, 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 boom. But then you get to the end and you're like, but I need more. It just goes so quick. Like it's just, you know, and it doesn't help that I watch the whole thing in one sitting. Right. So that's probably not great. But I love it. I figured out why I love it. It's because it's the same person that did The Hills. Yes. And so it has the same feel as the hills where it's like very beautifully shot. Yes. There's great scenes of LA. There's music. Even though I don't know any of these songs, the music is great. Like it's all like, it just all sounds lovely. (laughs) It has like drama, but like also the houses, which are like insanely gorgeous. The commission alone, like, I'm just like, oh, my God. I know. And then it's, like, just enough, like, the like each character themselves. Like, sure, I don't like Davina, Davinia, Davina. Like, I can't stand her. Ooh. But at the same time, like, there's not a boring character, really. Like, all of the women bring something to the, like, show. Yeah. Same way as, like, the Hills. All of the characters brought something to the Hills. I feel yes. I mean, I could l- legit do without Davina because I, I could do without like, her. She didn't. Br- she didn't bring much besides like the fact that she was always questioning or just like piggybacking on somebody else's like drama. Um, so I could do without her. And then the other girl that I'm, I never remember her name, but the other girl that's with Tarek. Heather. Heather, I know all their names. I well, I forgot her name because I feel like she's not like. I feel like she's not really involved in a lot, right? Like, I mean, um, she. So the reason she stands out to me is because she um, thinks she's a celebrity because she's dating someone from HGTV. Yes. Oh my god! When she got mad that they <laughs> were telling her that she was like calling the paparazzi or whatever, yeah, because I'm sure they were. She was like, I mean, I just like I'm with Tarek and and then when they flash, everyone 
any paparazzi these days are yeah. being called. Unless you were at LAX. LAX or maybe Craig's. Right, yes, or maybe Craig's. But, but other, like, other than that, you're calling them. Because yeah, they don't hang out like that anymore. That's just they like, also don't really care about Tarek. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, I if you asked me what he looked like, I probably couldn't tell you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know what he looks like. I do too, but I watch that show. But, but. Shelka looks just like his ex-wife. Yeah, of course. But like, I, I also, I also like think her. so weird, not weird, but there was a part when she, oh, when they quoted her in the OK Magazine, was it OK Magazine? It was something they quoted her in. And she was like, I mean, I was... I was doing an interview with Tarek and we were just talking about like our relationship. And then they asked me about her show. I'm like, Oh Lord. Yeah. Okay, great. You're doing an interview. Like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if it was okay. Magazine. It probably was, but isn't that the party that the Vanderpump kids always go to? Is it okay? (laughs) Okay, magazine party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought. Um, okay. What are your thoughts on Christine? So there are times when I like her, uh-huh. and times where I'm like, I like literally can't stand her. Yeah. So she, I, I mean, but again, I think she makes for good TV. She makes for great TV. She's so entertaining. Yeah. Her outfits are absurd. Like she. She stirs the pot. Like, she knows what to do to, like, make good TV. She's like Spencer Pratt. Yeah, absolutely. And Mm -hmm. so I think that... Because I don't don't think that she... Like, even... Like, there was a... uh, I I can't remember what season it was, but they were, like, at the... the, Are they brothers or twins? They're twins. They are? Yeah. Oh, they I look feel, almost identical. I mean, yes, they look alike, but I, I don't know which is which. I I I feel like really know Jason because he's always hugging on Mary. Oh my god! I feel like one's taller than the other, which maybe by like half an inch. Like yeah, which clearly can happen with twins. But I just for whatever reason, I just do not think that they were twins. But oh, yeah. um, they were having a dinner party, and she was asking how Amanza was, I believe, and she mm-hmm. was like really sweet and really nice. So I feel like she has the capability of like being genuine and like a normal human, but then also can be vindictive and terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I think she knows what makes good TV. Yeah. You know, that if she's just nice and friendly to all the girls, that, you know, she'll be fine. She'll be like a Maya character, but like she won't be like the star. And so by being the way she is, she has, like, a bigger role and stuff. But, um, okay, let's get into the Chrishell drama. Oh, Lord. Okay, so one, I think it's also very strange that he never appeared on the show. Justin Hartley. I don't think that's that weird because only because he on like a big show and so like to appear on a Netflix show that your wife is doing I mean I, it is kind of weird but at the same time it didn't really shock me because I I bet you that NBC would not want him on it 
Yeah, I guess. Even if it's just as like a showing up at a party. Yeah, even if it's like you're not speaking. But I mean, but he clearly showed up when they weren't filming because there were definitely tons of mentions. We can get to that later because that was... Right. But so that's what I'm saying. I feel like he couldn't film. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I feel like he couldn't. I really do. Because I think that... Or he pulled like a um, housewife-husband when they just like want their wives to have something to do. Because they know they're going to divorce her. But they were only married for two years. So that I feel like... Yeah, they were married for two years, but she said they were together for six. Yeah, they were for together for six and married for two. Oh, but also, I find it so strange. So, like, I I had never seen him before. I, he was on Days of Our Lives. Well, right. I didn't watch Days of Our Lives. I watched All My Children, and she was on All My Children. Yeah. She has been, like, and so I find it so strange that she changed her name. But I guess maybe she changed her name because when they got married, he was on This Is Us. Yeah. So his his name is more popular. But I also feel like, but you also have been an actress for so long. I don't know. that. I thought it was weird too. But then at the same time, like he was on the number one hit show. And so like, it's kind of like, well, maybe I'll get more roles if I attach myself to him. And so I feel like that's probably why she changed her name. She changed it back. Yeah, I good for her, but but or at least she's going by that now. I don't know if she actually changed it, but I'm really interested to know. Like, so obviously the whole like debate was: Did she really know? Like, did were they having issues? And like, was she really blindsided? And like with the girls, like they were, that's all that we were talking about. And they're like, no one, I mean, you have to know. And so I wonder if that'll ever like ever come out. If like she figured like not figures out, but like, I feel like you could know you're having issues and still be blindsided by a divorce. Yeah, I agree. Because even the way she described it, she was like, we had a fight. And like the next day it was like, here are your people. Which I think is insane. 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 If that's how it really went down, that's insane. Like he, since it's all, there was some article in one of the magazines that like someone close to him said that that's not how it all went down. And they're very upset with how she's portraying the divorce and blah, blah, blah. All I know is my friend, anti lawyer, says <laughs> that allegedly Justin Hartley is a hoe. And so. a lot. <laughs> so, and he would go out to bars and like, literally, if you were an attractive woman at the bar, you had a shot. Jeez. And not, he wouldn't go out to like fancy bars either. He got to bars in like Hollywood and stuff. Where nobody um, know. Yeah. He just like all over. So that's my auntie says. I don't know if it's true. I said allegedly, but I kind of believe him. Um, plus it would make sense maybe if he's cheating and they're not, you know, and she's just trying to portray they have a happy relationship for the show. But what I want to talk about are those bitches she works with. Terrible. Taking his side when you've met him, like at a couple of parties. Here's my thing. You, you could literally like stab your husband 
And then he filed for divorce. And I'm still taking your side because you are my friend. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Even if you have handcuffs. (laughs) Yes. Even if you are in the divorce is happening and you are in jail, I'm still on your side. It's his fault. Nick. The fact that they were questioning, like, well, was she really blindsided? Or like, we don't know, Justin. He seemed like a nice guy. So like, maybe he has his own side of the story. Of course he has his own side of the story, but it doesn't fucking matter. He's your friend. And then Mary defending her, they're making her out to be like crazy. And then they're making out like crazy Christian left. Right. And just like Mary was like, it doesn't matter. She's our family. Like we stick by her and Davina. That's why I was getting so mad because Davina was the main one. Well, I don't know him. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And like, I like, bitch, it doesn't matter. Every story. What does that even mean? Like, yeah. It was one thing if like, they were like, Oh, there was a cheating scandal. Yeah, there's for every story, but there's no fucking cheating scandal. At the end of the day, right? That's what it is, and that's why you're saying that. Just come out and say there's a cheating scandal. But if you don't want to come out and say that there's a cheating scandal, don't sit there and say that because first off, they weren't saying anything. Like it's not like they had like a reason. Oh, he seemed nice at a party. You know who else seemed nice at a party? Um, who is the serial killer that freaking uh, what's his name played in a movie? He seemed Zac nice at a party. Efron? No, not Zach Efron. Who, played? yeah, he's a serial killer, not Ted, Ted Bundy. He played Ted Bundy, he seemed nice at a party, and guess what? He murdered a bunch of bitches. <laughs> I'm heated today. Who was nice at a party? Ted Bundy. I'm fired up. There's two sides to every story. Ted, mm-hmm. there's two sides. He's nice at a party, but he killed people. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what they're saying. No, oh, it is. Funny. It's so stupid. He's so nice. <laughs> and I knew more. They didn't want to say it. They didn't want to bash a celebrity. Right. And, I, at the end of the day, yeah. so much. Yes. At the end of the day, I think that's what it is. If he look no lie, if he was just uh what's his name? Justin. Mm-hmm. If he was Justin from like soap operas and if he was he, Justin, our friend Justin. Or just, <laughs> but like if he was not on This Is Us, a hundred percent they'd be dragging him. But they didn't want to drag him because they know that he's on a hit show and he's he's an A celebrity now. Yeah, we'll all drag him. <laughs> that whole thing though was so sad. And if she was acting, she did a great job and she should got a freaking Emmy because I felt I literally cried. No, I felt so like I felt really bad for her. And you like, noticed like when she moved in her house that she had the pipe and drapes up so like we couldn't take photos because i was like why is it red that's so yeah and also she had lots of scenes without makeup on oh yeah like or a lot of makeup yeah (laughs) that's when i googled how old she was also when she got her facial she had makeup on and i was like girl stop it yeah but 
it, I mean, it was good. But when she, when like that happened and then all of a sudden they're like, Chriselle's going to leave for a little. I thought we weren't going to see her again right, until right. the end of the season. But no, we got to go home with her. Which was great. Yeah. So, I mean, she turned out looking great in the whole thing. And maybe it will lead to more roles for her. I don't know. I'm also confused by the fact that, like, is she still an actress? Or is she just doing real estate? Or is she, like... Well, I think, so, I, I feel when she said that when she met him... She, cause she kind of alluded that like when she met him, she kind of put some stuff on the back burner and like yeah. some stuff for him. So I almost feel like maybe that's probably what it is. Yeah, is maybe. She, and I, I mean, I, I can probably look it up to see like what, what was the last like acting role she had? Yeah. But it almost sounds like she put her acting career on the back burner and like, for him and so now she's like now I can kind of like revisit the things that I wanted to do or whatever she said yeah Uh, so it'll be interesting I'm assuming they have another season um the way that it ended but who knows I mean hopefully Uh, they better I love this show (laughs) no I know it was like kind of a cliffhanger so I'm like um I like really do love the show so it is very good. I didn't think I would. I mean, not that I didn't think I would like it. Is it is diversity, but, though. <laughs> well, I mean. No, but it, like, really does. It makes me angry, actually, sitting there watching it. <laughs> I mean, every show needs diversity, but yeah. I, I know, but it's, it's like, like, come on. I know. I also, know. I have so many questions. Do real estate firms not have HR? <laughs> I mean, but probably not. <laughs> I don't think they can. Because well, it's a small company. So yeah. I know, but it's just like, come on, they only hire hot women and also they call them baby and sweetie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Babe, hey babe. Hey babe. Hey babe. So, so this is really funny, but uh, <laughs> Ashley just texted me and was like, hi babe, LOL, can't handle it. Because Jason would say that all the time. Yeah. Well, like, what is they also always hug and like kiss like cheek kiss it's like you see each other every day so weird like i like i don't hug people i see every day Mm. could you imagine could you imagine if we hugged people at work like every time we saw them every time we saw them first off i wouldn't (laughs) right no so strange like no. <laughs> Don't pay me enough to hug them. No, not at all. Stay away. <laughs> Can't hug anyway, COVID. Oh, but maybe if I was getting like 100K and like a commission, and that's like a small right. If, if I was getting $1.5 million in commission, yeah, yeah hug me. I would hug anyway. If I'm married and you're giving me all those $9 million listings because we dated for like six months. Which I find is hilarious that she's like literally we've been friends for forever and we dated for maybe a year of that. And the fact that people are like blowing that out of proportion, I was like, girl, you shouldn't even care. If you could Yeah, don't care. You're getting them because (laughs) you're best friends. Yeah, sure. You had sex a few times, but you're also still like best friends. Right. That's why that's the favoritism. Just ride it. Like not not literally, don't ride it. 
I also can't, that was a really bad cough. I also can't stand that. Is her name Maya? What's her name? Maya is the one that's pregnant. Yes. Again. Myrtle Myrtle. But she also, her accent, I feel like it's stronger and stronger. Yeah. And she also is a shit stir and I just don't love it. She's a shit stir. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not with it. Yeah, she's a shit star, but I love that show. I'm sad I finished it because then it's like, uh, it's over. I know. <laughs> I, I was drinking this swoon, got me all... Uh... <laughs> Should we um, talk about the special that aired on Bravo this week as our last topic? We should, and it was so... It was very good. It was so good. It was... Um, Race in America, right? That's what it was called, Race in America. Yep. Um, and they had Portia, of course. Portia, Giselle, um, Candy, and Todd. Um, Britain from Married to Medicine, LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leah. Bronwyn. Uh, doctor. Ooh, two of the doctors from Married to Medicine, they're, they're original, and I don't remember who. I can't what. Well, one is a she's the doctor's wife, but the doctor was with the guy was with her, and I can't remember her name. Yeah, um, I'm pulling them up. Okay, um, but it was really it was really good, and I oh I can't remember the girl's name that hosted it, but she does e. It's like, Nina Parker. What's her name? Nina Parker. Yeah, she does the pop, like nightly Daily pop and nightly pop. And She's nightly awesome. pop. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that both Bravo things have been like, um, like the main people interviewing have been people from E. Mainly mm-hmm. because they probably don't have any black people from Bravo to... Right. So E! is owned by the same company that owns Bravo, which is NBC. That's right. And yes, I think the reason is, unless they were to use like a housewife or yeah. someone from a show, they don't have really many hosts. Right. Except Andy, he's really their only host. And so yeah, I think... I guess, yeah, I guess... They had I, to dip into E!'s talent, yeah. which is, I mean, great. great. Yeah. Um, so the other people were um, Tora, oh, sorry, Toya Bush Harris and then her husband, Dr. Eugene Harris. Yes. And then Gregory Gordet or, from Top Chef. Yes. Um, and Dr. Simone. Um, I think you named everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Candy was also the executive producer of it. Oh, good for her. Um, yes, Candy, and it was so good, right? Wasn't it like everyone who watches Bravo and people who don't watch Bravo really need to watch it? Them all being Bravo stars really had nothing to do with it no. at all. Like, mm-hmm. they did, they told a few stories that like revolve around their lives as being on Bravo, but yeah. that had nothing to do with it. It was. It was so good, and I I liked that they had Leah and Bronwyn on there. Um, I'm curious if, like, did they just specifically ask Leah and Bronwyn, or did they send out, like, 
an email blast to see who would be interested in doing it. Yeah. Or did they, cause they, cause those both, they both have already been like active. And so like in the movement and everything. So they probably, I mean, they probably sought them out because they, yeah. <clears throat> that they, they were like allies and supporters and stuff, which I think is, it, it was good. I think it added another level to it because it, it was great on it. I think it was great without them. They didn't have to be there, but I think it, it added since so many cast members on Bravo are white. I think it was good to have them there to yeah. be like, this is fucked up. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, we want to change it. And like, we want to be part of the change and like the, like bring in a new culture basically yeah. of what's going on. It was so, it was, it was very good. And like a lot of, I mean, granted, a lot of the topics were things that people, I mean, people are consistently talking about, but it was also a lot of times it's good to just hear people's um, own experiences and and perceptions and things. And even like, you know, obviously with everyone had, everyone had a story. I mean, Portia saying that like, in her apartment in Buckhead, like when she's walking her dogs, they think she's a dog walker. And like, they continue, like, obviously mainly a lot of the white people continuously ask her, like, you're the, like, are you the dog walker? You know, like that, not thinking that she owns an apartment in that complex. Um, And then just like Giselle and um, uh, I think, so I, I think it was Giselle who said that, her I don't know if it was when she was little or what but like not she was little but her kids were little I think they thought that she was white yeah it was just yeah and I was like oh my gosh and she was just like yeah I mean and even even um uh Britain yeah uh, she I mean when you look at her you don't like think that she is black to be honest, I thought I wasn't sure. I kind of thought she was Hispanic. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't watch the show, so I wasn't completely sure. Mm-hmm. And then, so she was talking about, like, passing and stuff, which is, like, a phrase that we've heard a lot. And I, I just think they covered, like, so, so many things. And then there were things we knew, not, like, I have never thought about the medical side of things. Yes. Like, the fact that medical books and medical posters always have white people yeah and that a rash doesn't look the same she was like i mean i don't i don't, I don't know they i don't know what a black rash is like i can't tell you like but yeah. it's but it's so true and it's like it's those things that i don't think people truly thought about right no, i mean I, about it i until never like, once had thought about that yeah until somebody's like Hey, like maybe you know you should. We should look at what a rash looks like on a black person, or what this looks like on a black person, so that if you are a white doctor, you can then at like you can at, you can say, oh, I've seen that. I know what right, that. Like, looks how can like. you treat people if you don't know what something looks like on their skin, and it's like right. a rash? Like you can't. Yeah, but I also think it's crazy that Portia was like, she was sent home multiple times and she knew she was having a miscarriage. And like that is, and honestly, it's so, 
I think the first time that I witnessed like like advocating for yourself is when I watched Serena's documentary on HBO mm-hmm. when she had her baby because she was like, I know something is wrong. And she continued to say something yeah. is wrong. I know something is wrong. And she had blood clots. And like if she hadn't have been so adamant about like something is wrong, you need to get in here and check me right now then she's like, I could have died because they, they would have been like, you're good. Yeah. I think that that is, you know, and I, I think that is just so important that like people just have the voice, especially black women have the voice to just be like, I know my body and I know this is not right. And you need, and I think that's why, I mean, both of my doctors are black, you know, and not that it needs to be like that, but I do think that, you know, you feel more of a comfort that something is wrong, they're going to advocate for you and not that a white doctor wouldn't advocate for me, but you just don't don't know. And like, you don't want to go to someone who's not going to, or who like doesn't take your symptoms seriously or thinks you can handle more pain. Right. Which which was something they talked about, which like (laughs) so fucked up. Yeah. A lot of it, it's so messed up. I also think that like, and like, I think it adds another, like, like, I don't know. I don't know the right way to say it. Like, I think that like, I think some people think that like, there's like, on top of being like a race thing, it's also like a wealth thing or like a poor versus like rich thing type working at play. So Mm -hmm. I think that when you see specials like this, where it's like, you know, all like they all have jobs that like not just jobs but they all make good money they're doctors they're on tv they're make the actresses they have money it's not an issue of money or no money it's truly an issue of their skin and I think seeing that like you can be super rich and you're still gonna be judged and prejudiced against you and you could be a doctor and get poor medical treatment by another doctor that was crazy or like garcelle who was like i they my i was with my children and they thought i was the nanny which my thing is is like if i see garcelle i'm like oh my god that's garcelle but like you know some people probably didn't know who she was but but still still. right or she's in the store or she's in a Door. and people are like oh can, can you <laughs> when they were talking about like when they go into stores and people judge them and they don't know if they should buy something super expensive to be like yeah I can afford it or to not shop there I like that was great but like I just think it's important because then you see that like it it's an issue like it's it really it if you didn't think it wasn't like it is an issue like yeah. you can't ignore it it's happening across the board and by but I think them talking about it it helps yeah I think it like it shows people that like this is a serious issue yeah. it's so like you need to like take it seriously and learn from it and like hopefully a lot of people watched it I mean I saw a lot of buzz about it from like articles, people saying like, you need to watch this. Like you don't have to be a Bravo fan to watch it. So I hope people saw it. Um, I hope they keep doing stuff like that. But I also just like we've talked about before, I hope they practice. Like I hope they just don't do this special. I hope they actually like try to diversify their casts and like 
hold their like people accountable and like you know same be better be better it's like you can give all of these like great people a platform but then if you turn around and give some dickhead a platform as well (laughs) it kind of like right I mean it's so true yeah it out right so you got to actually like be better so Mm -hmm. hopefully they will but I thought it was really good I really liked it it was really good I mean I might even like watch it again because I watched it late at night but I might even just like watch it again because it was it was very good it was good my jaw dropped a few times and like yeah I mean uh, it's it's and that honestly that's why like I I mean obviously there's always going to be like trolls and people that just like don't just like people who are on the internet but I mean I that's why I'm always like if you have like black friends and or acquaintances like have a true conversation with them before you try to say that like racism isn't real or like black lives is not like black lives matters isn't thing. And just like, and there's just so many people that I'm like, you need to have a conversation with somebody who is black because if you can sit here and say that this shit is not real and like, you don't go blah, 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 blah. Like you haven't had a conversation with anybody that is black because I mean, it happens on a small level. It happens on a big level. And like, maybe, no, you haven't been, you know, pulled over by a cop and treated badly, but there's microaggressions and things that people have said and done to anybody. Right. And it's just like, it like blows my mind that like, I mean, literally like not daily, but like there are times where I'm like, I could easily just be like ah, on Twitter, but I'm like, no, or, or even things that I see on Instagram, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. Like I'm not, but it's just like so infuriating, you know, but I don't know. It's just, Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. It was good. So if you have not watched it, you should watch it. It's on demand. Yes. Also, I noticed on demand on YouTube TV, they have all of the things that Justin Sylvester has done on Bravo's Instagram. Oh, really? Oh my God. Yay. Okay. Now I got to go back and watch because I missed, I feel like I missed some of them. So that'll be good. I can watch, I can watch that. Yay. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like we like obviously talked our, talked so much, but... We have more stuff we'll get to next week that we didn't Yeah, know. maybe, I know, I think we can save Housewives. Maybe we'll have Sunia next week and then okay. we can kind of deep dive into Housewives and yeah. that jazz. But um, on that note, um, make sure that you subscribe and download and listen and tell your friends and, you know, just like us on Instagram and Twitter and all that and comment on our things. We've been trying to do more on social and, um, your favorite dirty rap song. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't wait. We got to put that out and see what people put. Um, but yeah, we're trying to, um, get our numbers up. Like always, if you haven't written us a review, please do. We're trying to get us up in the charts. So write a review, tell your friends and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.